27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com. Alrighty then. The good news is we are back on the air every day and the station in New York seems to be working. The other news is it's a little bit intermittent as far as getting colors on the board. We had a whole bunch of colors, reset the board, and I don't even know if we have Lila now. Let's find out. Lila, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Thank goodness. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I can. This is Lila. She's here to do heart wall healings and clearings and epic healing of epic natures. Let's have Lila explain further. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say congratulations on 27 years. That's terrific. I didn't realize Great. it's been that long. Yeah. Well, it's, it's cool. our 27th year, so it's technically our 26th anniversary. Got it. Yeah. Either way, fantastic. Quarter of a century, a little more. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, okay. So what I do is I'm a body code, emotion code, and now belief code practitioner. And I, for what I do here on the air is release heart walls. Um, it's, a, it's basically just... Uh, we build a, a wall around our hearts as our lives, as we go through our lives, because we experience various traumas, and those walls are made up of emotions, and they're like layers of emotions, and there are quite a lot of layers, actually, when you look at the whole overall thing. So I can't use the onion analogy too much, but either way, um, as the heart wall is released, you feel lighter, you feel happier, you feel more connected. Uh, there are some amazing stories out there of heartwell releases um, where people fall in love. You know, they, they heal relationships in their families. It's like it, that's what this can do. Uh, not for everybody, obviously, because that's why we have the body code and the belief code. And now some of us have more trauma. But I remember when I released my heartwell, it was like literally like, you know, Lights and angels, and those angels and trumpets, like, oh, my God, it was amazing. So that at that moment, when I discovered that, when I experienced it, I said, oh, I have to do this for the people. So that's why I am here um, to do that. So whoever wants to call in and start their heart while being released, we can do that. One of the, the times of the first discoveries, the early discoveries and experiences, the the trumpets yeah. and everything, you know, I miss those Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what what happens is when you start on this journey of healing yourself, yes, I experienced a tremendous relief, with a, which allowed me to go further in my healing journey. But I've since discovered there's a lot more, and I knew that there was a lot more. You know, I, you know, I've had a lot of trauma in my life of various kinds. So every part that I have experienced, I've been also experiencing healing because I keep moving on to new ways of dealing with this. And so after I was emotion code certified, 
I decided I had to do the body code. It, it's an amazing modality. It really is of what it can do. It's not just the body, but it's, it, it will affect the body, you know, if you have an injury, yeah. things of that nature. But Well, everything's energy, and it's all connected, right? So precisely. I think uh, caller has managed to get back on. Let's try to see oh, if cool. this puppy is going to work for us today. We'll just take it one one breath at a time this afternoon. Let's exactly. go to 203. 203, you're on with Lila. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, it's Pat from Connecticut. Hi, Lila. I'm just calling to listen. <laughs> How are you? Just leaving. What? She faded away. Can you oh, hear me? Pat, um, um, we're having here some issues. Hear her. We're having some oh. issues with our board, Pat. Bear with us. I'll put you back on hold to... Um, uh, listen, but if you want to talk, just hit one. So I see your little hand up, okay? Um, I'm still here. Wow. And Lila's still here. Yes, you are. <laughs> I thought you were asking an esoteric question at first, but yeah, you're literally still here. Can you still hear All me? All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm here. Oh, my God. Hmm. I'll just wait. Okay, can you hear anything now? Can you hear me now? Lila? Dear Lord, Lila has gone mute. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh. All the callers that have managed to get on, stand by. Lila, if you can hear me at all, I'm going to click off your line, so dial back in. Just going to send Lila an email. Of course, it's hard to say dial back in when you don't know if they can hear you, which they obviously can't. So we will just... Uh, Talk amongst ourselves and just give it all back in. You know, at least it's broadcasting. <laughs> at least the energy's going again. And uh, we're coming to international color. I see you in the queue. When we do get Lila back, I've just emailed back and then we can. Okay, it looks like she's back. Let's try that again. Can you hear me now, Lila? Right. I can hear you, yes. Oh, you know, we can blame it. We can blame it on the snowstorm, the blizzard that just hit the Midwest, so there you go. <laughs> you know what? It's just energy, and there's been this kind of mischievous, annoying interference energy that's been trying to, you know, impede our abilities to do vibe raising, but it's not going to do that. It's just we no. just ignore it and keep going. So we have international right. color. This looks like a familiar color, I believe. This is Bob in Australia. Am I right? Oh. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Morning, Bob. <laughs> so, I I think uh, you called in on the 10th of November, correct? I call in lots, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, are you, how are you doing? How's the weather in Australia, i got to ask? Um, here in the tropics, it's, um, it's warm and wet. Um, and beautiful, you got to love the rain. It's like the rain comes down in lumps the size of your thumb, and it's warm. So not only do you, you get a, a shower, you know, a wash, you get a massage at the same time. So it's, uh, yeah, it's nice. very nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, very, very cool. I'm glad to hear it because we just had a blizzard where I am. Um, or we may be still in the middle of it. So it's nice to hear from somebody who's in someplace warm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, it's winter here, right, in the Northern Hemisphere, so it's to be expected. Mm. Um, so anyway, I think 
you called in on in November 10th, and I had senior hall, and it ended at 847 feet. So, um, have I got the you're in Whit Islands, Australia? Right person? The the Whit Sunday Islands, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't have Sunday in there. Okay, so I have the right person. I have to be sure, right? All right, let me set the intention, and then I'll connect. Okay, I am connected. And so the heart wall ended at 847 feet. Now, this was two months ago, so this is could be quite a release. So it's less than 840. Is it less than 800? Less than... Um, 650. It's less than 650. Is it less than 6? No. So, all right. 647. So your heart wall today starts at 647. That's terrific. That? I'm sorry. That's the thickness of your heart wall. And so I measure it to give us an idea of progress, basically. Okay. Yeah. And I was in, so, I was intrigued when you talked about um, um, how how important the body is, um, and I, I agree because for me, um, all the trauma of my childhood got stored as body memories, uh, like yeah. my issues, yeah. tissues. Oh yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just letting the body release all that crap that was um, just turned my life around. Ah, that's great. It's it's important to do, you know, but we have to know that it's happened. We, you know, most of us don't know until until we face a situation where we haven't healed, we can't heal, we don't know what's going on. Mm. So, yeah. All right. So I'm going to start uh, looking for the emotions and releasing them. Um, and I have a chart in front of me that is is broken up into columns and rows, and I just I will go as a column A or B, odd mm-hmm. row. Okay, one. So it's, uh, oh, okay, so the first emotion I'm getting is conflict. There's nothing we need to know, so I'm going to release conflict. And by releasing, I set an intention. I swipe a magnet over my head, which is part of the governing meridian, three times. And when I check, it's released. It's released. Okay, next one is unworthy. Nothing we need to know there. I'm going to release unworthy. No one needs to feel unworthy. Every single soul on the planet is needed. If we weren't needed, we wouldn't have been created. (laughs) Okay, I get anxiety. Nothing we need to know there. Releasing anxiety. And when I say nothing we need to know, it's um, sometimes the subconscious wants to tell us when it happened. And uh, that's why I need the age uh, of my clients. But I always ask. Most of the time it doesn't need to know anything. Next one is anger. So I'm releasing anger. Is that released? Yep. Is there okay, um, rejection? That's the next one. I'm releasing rejection. That's released. 
Okay, despair this is the next one, and I'm releasing despair. Okay, resentment. Oops. Nothing we need to know of resentment. I'm releasing that. All right. Humiliation is the next one. Anything we need to know? Nope. Releasing humiliation. Okay. Next one. Uh, the next one is inherited. Uh, these are great. Inherited trapped emotion is an emotion you got from one of your parents. And it could go back many generations. And what happens is that when I release this, it's released from everybody between you and that original person. And then it's also released from the descendants of that person. So this could potentially affect thousands of people. And it's a, I consider this a collective release, and it's such a huge blessing to do this. Yeah, so. for me, I for me I know it as um, breaking the multi generational cycle of abuse. Mhm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, this particular emotion is terror. It came. Whoops. I'm on. Uh, okay, and it came through your father. So let's see how many generations. More than five. 20, 25, so 20, 22 generations. Um, first one to experience this was 22 generations. That's really quite old. And let's see what that looks like. So that's 600 years feels. ago. What's that? So I know what it feels like. Yeah. So, so this was quite a while ago, though, right? This is this is from 600 A.D. or not 600 A.D. from 600 years ago, which is 1400 A.D. more or less. Give you got to you got to give it a uh, <laughs> um, yeah. you know space on either side. This is not an exact thing. I get you. Okay, so is there anything we need to know about this? No. So with Inherited trapped emotions, we swipe 10 times. It's just something they figured out when they figured out the belief code, the body code, or the emotion code. So I'm going to set the intention to release terror for all generations, all levels, and all descendants. And I'm letting it go. Swiping 10 times. It's got to be more than 10. I lose count. Okay. Okay, so is there another inherited? Is there another trapped emotion inherited? There's another inherited. Cool. So we're gonna bless your family line. Um, so the next one is anger. Let's come through your mother, father. Kids uh, also came through your father. More than okay, generations more than five. Now, this is recent, so this is four generations, so it's literally going to be, let's see, oh, from a, your great-great-grandmother. So it came from her. All right, nothing we need to know. I'm going to release anger for all generations, all levels, and all descendants. <clears throat> Ten. Okay, that's been released. 
Is there another trapped emotion we can release now? Yep. Is it inherited? No. Okay. Okay, I'm getting grief. Releasing grief. Frustration. Okay, releasing frustration. Is there another trapped emotion? Uh, Guilt. Nothing we need to know. Releasing guilt. Okay, there's another. Uh, Okay, I got hatred. I'm going to release that. That's a good one to let go of. Oh, they're all good to let go of. All right, is there another trapped emotion we can release now? Okay, I get no. Your subconscious mind says stop. So what I'm going to do now is measure. Is it less than 600? Less than 550? Wow. So uh, 535, Okay, 537 feet. That's what it is now. And if you call back next month, we can release more. And, um, yeah, that's actually amazing, 90 feet. That's terrific. Wow, and so what is is the scale on this um, heart wall measurement? Well, I use feet. It's not a scale as as in... you know, like hawking scale of of uh, emotional range. It's not like that. It's just, it's a way of d- determining how thick the wall is from your subconscious perspective. And it gives us a guide as to how long it's going to take to release. Um, and so for every person, it's going to be different. And yours started at 933 feet. So that's a little thicker than average. From, from what I read, there are people who actually measure this in centimeters or inches. I heard somebody doing it in miles. I don't know how you do miles, but okay. Um, <laughs> um, you know, my subconscious interprets the information in feet. So it's just a guideline. It's a guide to help us know how much there is. So the, the, the lower the number, the uh, nicer the outcome? Yes. Yeah, we're, we've taken a wall, right? We've got a, you, you've got a wall, and we're peeling away layers from that wall. So the thinner the wall gets, the more uh, you're, first of all, as we start this process, you're going to be releasing these emotions on your own, as we saw from, you know, two months ago. And at some point, it's every time you release some of the wall, your heart starts to open more. So to feel more joy, to feel more love, caring, comp- compassion, appreciation, you know, whatever whatever shows up. So it's, yeah, so the thinner the wall, the better. Well, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. For me, for me um, it doesn't happen often, but it's happening more often where I am experiencing, how can I put it? Um, just moments full of tears of bliss. Uh, I'm just yeah. sitting there um, 
with so much joy that tears are just streaming down my face. But it's mm-hmm. blissful. It's just like mm-hmm. wow, you know, this is yeah. this is how it's it's supposed to be. Yeah, I love that. I really love yeah. that. Well, that could part that could be from the heart wall release. You know, mm. it's like it it has an, it has an amazing effect. Yeah. Um, when I started, why did I even start the emotion code and, and do my release my heart walls? Because I'm also a student of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I really want I really like doing his meditations, but I could not feel elevated emotions. I mean, mm. you know, he says gratitude, you know, joy, yeah. you know, appreciation, I mean, worthiness. I couldn't feel that. Yeah. So I'm I aware first solution. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of Joe's work, and um, I, I've adopted a different path, really. Um, mm-hmm. For me, think, for me, thinking is the weapon of mass distraction. So, for me, I live in a feeling universe, and for me, it's feelings are healings, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I experience this life through my feelings. You know, like I feel the warmth of the sun. So, yeah, I love mm-hmm. Joe's work. Um, yeah, and. For me, we're all sovereign, unique, and equal. So there's there's no argument. There's only difference. I think the challenge is to to find what works for you. And um, Chris, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's great, isn't it? This journey. Oh, it's wonderful. You really are. Yeah. 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 I'm enjoying every day now. I'm enjoying every day now because I can do this work and I feel better. You know. <laughs> so this well, it's work. It's funny, um, I won't go on for too long, but um, for me, sometimes I'm happy and sometimes I'm sad, mm-hmm. but I'm always content. It's like, you know, if you were happy all the time, how would you know? You know it's like, uh, it's yin and yang, light yeah. and dark. I think mm-hmm. both are necessary to, to have a, a fulfilled and wholesome life. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Bob. This was great. Yeah, Thanks, it is, Matt. isn't it? Yeah. Thanks. And call Paul. in. Call in next month too. Okay. We can continue on your heart. Well. <laughs> we try to stop. Feel like the clear. All right, Bob. Keep on Bye. going, and uh, we'll talk again soon. I'm sure. Um, maybe uh, I'm just thinking. You know, for people that are new and people that are listening. Because uh, we always get lots of questions after with with um, respect to are these feelings that you're clearing subconscious? Like, are they should they be aware of them? Should they be feeling them? Are they just in there somewhere? Um, and how do they not come back? And also, does this benefit the listener while they're listening to these sessions? So maybe since we have a bit of a lull, uh, why don't we get you to okay. address those? Absolutely, that's those are great questions. Um, so I'm sure most people who are listening know that we are energetic beings, first and foremost. The body is just a projection, right, from the quantum field. So what happens when we experience trauma is that we trap emotions in our energetic field, which are then projected as distortions in our bodies. So what I do, and it's not just trapped emotions, it's all kinds of trapped energies, beliefs, um, you know, uh, there are entities I find. So when you release the energies around that, it's a permanent release. 
but and the body has a chance to start going back to homeostasis, which is its natural state. You know, we're living in toxic environments. We have trauma in our lives. All these things distort our energetic field. But releasing the emotions helps our bodies go back to a healing, a whole state. Let's put it that way. So releasing energies that are distorting the field is really, really important. I think that's probably where all disease comes from, more than likely. I mean, it, there may be other things out there that I'm not aware of, but primarily, you know, it not, and it's not just, I say, it's not just emotions, but emotions are at the core of it. So, yeah, um, and they are permanently released unless, now, you, things, I won't say can come back, but you could trap new emotions if you're not aware of your energetic state, of your state of being. So that's why, you know, for people who are working on themselves and they're becoming aware of themselves, and they're becoming aware of whether, whether they're reacting or responding, you know, that's, this is a great opportunity for them to understand the difference and how to not trap, trap new emotions. So what that means is that um, you would allow the emotion to go through you to feel it, acknowledge it, and then let it go. That's the correct processing. You know, most of us are, you know, a lot of people are so stressed out and they get angry and they don't, they, they don't let it go. And they keep it there and they keep it there and they keep it there and that causes uh, issues in the body because they're not letting it go. So all emotions are good. I mean, we, you can call the emotions on the list. I have negative emotions, but they really aren't negative. They're part of who we are, They're part of how we express, and it lets us know whether something is pleasant or not. As you know, as Bob just said, it's yin and yang, and we need emotions that tell us that something is not right. But we are not meant to allow it, allow that emotion to take over our bodies, and then you know become, you know, then become a manifestation of that personality. Um, you know, like anger is, an, is a liver emotion. So if you have anger issues, you're likely going to have, if you have anger issues, you're likely to develop liver issues. Uh, anybody, I think, who knows Chinese medicine would probably understand that. Um, so it's, yeah, the emotions are permanently gone. And you can as after the release of, of some of these emotions, you can't actually feel echoes of them. So I'll use anger again because that's really an obvious emotion. Um, you know, if you suddenly, after a heartwell session, you suddenly start feeling anger and you know you've just had a session and you don't know why you're angry, it's just there. So you say, oh, okay, this is a release. This is the emotion leaving my body, leaving my field. And I'm just going to say bye and thank you very much. You know, it's just like, let it go. Uh, so you can feel these emotions. And, you know, I've had people who've, uh, where I've released grief and other sad um, emotions, and they would cry for, you know, they'd be releasing the grief and crying for a little while. Uh, but that's okay. They knew that was what was the result of the uh, energetic release most of the time my clients just fall asleep on me 
Well, just brings up interesting questions in my mind because if they were there originally subliminally or subconsciously, how would they know if they came back? You know, we can do it. Um, if Pat's up for it, she's still on the board. We could do a live test because uh, you had cleared her heart wall, right? After a few yes. sessions. Yes. Yeah. Want to have yeah. some fun, Pat? <laughs> hey, can you hear me? Hi. Yeah. I can. Yeah, well, I can hear you now. Yep. I'm I'm just calling to listen and be Lila's cheerleader, and it's be a testament. Ask me questions. It's easy, like like people are asking. She just does it. You let it happen. You know, you know, be aware if any feelings come up. Right. But it's easy. I don't know if you heard what I was just saying, but we were wondering if we could do a test and test to see if your heart wall has come back at all, or if you're still it cleared. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I've just tapped into you, Pat. My name is Pat. I'm no longer Lila. Is there a heart wall present? I get no. Is there a hidden heart wall? No. Okay, so your heart wall is gone. However, Pat and I have actually been working on with belief code. And um, would you want to speak to the belief code at all, Pat? Have you noticed any changes? I can tell you we're working on depression. I had a lot of things I wanted to work on, and we're kind of still there because it's such a an issue. And um, I can honestly say I've gotten more depressed with each session, but also probably the most insight I've ever had as far as what to do now and what actions to take and even getting insight from this, I take to my therapist, who gives me feedback that I wouldn't have ever gotten before. Oh, that's interesting. I, yeah, I was able to bring information that you gave me and think about it for a week and then come to him and say, you know, what is depression? And he's like, there's a million ways for it to happen. Everybody's different, chemical childhood on and on and on and he gave me some insight that I never would have gotten from him otherwise he's great at being honest and giving feedback but I need to come to him with a question so Hmm. um, I emailed Lila to tell her that depression's worse but also I think I've got some awareness of the steps I can take I literally was was had become hopeless and um, and that that um, not non-belief of everything I had said mm-hmm. to Lila, it's really, um, it's finalized, which is a weird thing to say. And what, I'm, what I was trying to say is, it's not, I'm not in an act of hopelessness. It's just there and done. And that was disturbing. And Lila's mm-hmm. wonderful at listening and um, knowing what, where to go with it. And then this program is amazing you know what comes up. So I'm very grateful. Wow. Thank you so much, Pat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I read you. your email and I didn't have a chance to respond, but you, I did you know, read it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, and wow. yeah, I'll be setting up again. I've got a lot of stuff going on, so it might be in a week or so even. Couldn't get back no worries. to this. Yeah. So thank you. And Nicole, thank you for having Lila on the show. It's uh, it's unique and remarkable. 
It is our pleasure. All right. I'll put yeah. you back in listening Thank mode. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, just so Maybe. you know, we're, we've, uh, we're still kind of, the board is still dodgy. Um, so why don't you tell us more about the belief code then? Okay. Yes, I will. Um, the belief code is still a mind-blowing modality to me. Um, okay. So it's the latest certification level that Discover Healing offers. Emotion code is the first one, body code is the second, belief code is the third, and you must be certified in the other two to get to be certified in belief code because you have to know how to use body code. In any case, the way uh, we look at this is though a belief system, something, oh, let's say you were a child and, um, you know, your parents, you know, one of your parents, maybe both your parents said you're worthless you know, you're, you're no good, you're a loser. Well, when you're a child, that programming goes deep into your subconscious and it builds your life. Your life gets built around it because everything you encounter, you feel worthless. You know, you don't feel like you can contribute anything to, uh, to, to society or your own life. So what the belief code can do is it can go in and uproot the belief systems or trees that are creating, that are keeping that negative belief in place and from the get-go when I was doing the certification my first few clients were having amazing results and releases um, and uh, it, it it's just phenomenal so the way this works is in the session you know I, a client will come in with an issue and it could actually also be physical I mean it's not necessarily emotional you know, or how you look at your life. But um, they come in with that issue, and I'll ask, you know, what kind of a belief system is it? Because it can be, there are five different kinds. And, and so, <laughs> you know, you can have a, a basic belief system, which is just one tree with negative programs, which is the branches, limiting beliefs, with, which is the trunk, root system, which is the faulty core belief, and then the soil, which is the faulty core identity. So we can identify that by beliefs, basically, for each section. Uh, you know, it can be, well, let's see, it could be... Uh, well, why don't we do an actual demo session? Uh, Bob's still on the line. Just going to bring Bob back on now. <laughs> oh, okay. A little party here. <laughs> and then we'll yeah. do an example session with Bob. Okay. Um, hmm. All right. Let me. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, but I got to get myself a little set up here. Uh, all right. We're very we'll in the moment up. today. Don't yeah. let the flow. It's the only way to be. Yeah. Okay. Now, the only thing is, I hope we have enough time. 20 minutes. We'll see. We'll give it a shot. Okay, Bob. What is an issue you'd like to work on? Um. Probably that, I don't know, I'm not worthy enough. And just to explain that, like, for me, I'm on a mission to eradicate suicide. Um, okay. every, every 40 seconds, somebody dies because of a depression, and they do not have mm-hmm. to. I'm right. living proof of that. Um, and I've been broadcasting this message for about 15 years. Currently, there are 500 million people on the planet 
suffering from depression. That's what I call a pandemic. But I have developed a free, holistic, um, more spiritual uh, process to totally heal from depression. And it's like, I, I can't. What's stopping me from getting that message out there? You know, it's so frustrating. Um, lots and lots of people are talking about mental health, but there are very few people like myself on the, you know, on the grassroots level actually doing something about it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why can't I hit the big time? What is stopping <laughs> that message getting out? You know, okay, to be a. Uh, Common, common, common knowledge. Okay, so you're not able to basically broadcast the message about um, suicide, the suicide well, epidemic, I, basically. Yeah, well, um, it's. I've tried. You know, I've contributed to over 200 uh, radio shows um, mm-hmm. and uh, dozens of uh, YouTube. Um, interviews um but if somebody does a youtube interview on how to repair the lawnmower they get a million subscribers when i when i do a youtube video on the gift of depression i think i'm up to about 200 200 subscribers you know it's like so the world doesn't want to know that there is a cure for depression Well, that's changing. I, that that's seriously, yeah. this is changing. Because yeah. I just had a webinar with uh, the education director at Discover Healing. And this is for all the practitioners. And he was talking about the future of energy, energy healing. And this is going to become the basis of future medicine. So we're yeah. going to be dealing with depression and suicide. You know, whether it's whether it's belief code, body code, any anything that I'm doing or someone else is doing, it doesn't matter. It's all energy. It's the same thing. Yeah. So, yep. All right. So. And for me, and for me there is no such thing as mental illness, but that's a topic for another mm-hmm. discussion. Right. Okay. Well, while you were talking, I was looking to see what you had here, and you've got a basic tree which is, you know, tree with branches, um, trunk, roots, and soil. And the tree is made up of negative programs. And so I'm going to ask, I have an app that I use on my computer. There's an app on the phone I could use. So I'm going to use the app and figure out what are your negative programs. So uh, <clears throat> so is the first, is, so what the app is comprised of, again, column and rows, <laughs> And I'm going to ask, is it on the left side, which is the left column? It is on the left column. Okay. Um, and then there's divine insight communication. Okay. So, commu- oops. I have, to, I have to log out and log in. There's a little glitch on the app. Um, did I remember where we were? So, as I said, the negative programs are basically the branches of the tree. The... Um, there we go. The limiting beliefs are the um, is the trunk. The root system is the core faulty core belief, and the uh, faulty core identity is the soil. So what I do is I, I call it. They haven't used this term, but I call it amending the soil. You know, because I like gardening. <laughs> so, um, 
ridiculous size. And uh, so that's what I end up doing to the soil if there is a faulty core identity. So what I have is under communication is expression. And they give a description of what a belief is. It's basically a subjective view held by the subconscious mind that something is true or false, right or wrong, and is, a fil- is the filter through which life is viewed and experienced. So um, the, we get our beliefs from self-inclusion, suggestion, or inheritance. And most of them actually come from suggestion, I think, uh, you know, because that's where a lot of the beliefs come in when we're children. Okay. So this first one is about communication. Okay. So the first um, negative program I'm getting is I'm afraid of being misunderstood. Okay, so is there another negative program? There is. Is it on the left side, right? Is it power? Okay. And the, the different uh, categories of the belief code are all related to the chakras. So power, of course, is the solar plexus. Okay. So the subcategory is expectation. This is why this would work really well on video. All right, so expectation, then we have section two. Okay, so the um, the next limiting belief, not limiting belief, a uh, negative program is I'll disappoint everyone. Now, keep in mind that the branches, the, the um, negative programs are the closest to your conscious awareness. So you may recognize some of these. As we go down the tree, they're going to be older. And if you've been working on yourself for so long, you may not remember that you had a particular kind of belief. So I found that a, a bunch of times. But people still feel better afterwards. So I have to assume, you know, your subconscious knows everything about you. Okay. Okay, now we're going to insight, which is the third eye. Okay. And the subcategory is intuition. Okay, in section Others will not value my intuitive insights. That is your third negative program. Then is there another negative program? Yep, there is. Left side, right, power, passion. Okay, survival, which is the root chakra. Okay. Sounds like you're making a drink. <laughs> Do you want a coffee? Oh, I'd love a coffee, but I don't drink coffee now. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Okay, I'm getting, I'm afraid of making mistakes. That's the last 
Let me make sure it's the last. Is that the last negative program? Oh, there's another negative program. Okay. All right. Usually there's four. But we've got one more here. What's five right? Power. Okay. Power against the solar plexus. Okay. It's a category, subcategory of change. Section one. I'm afraid of what's next is the um, negative program. Is there another negative program? No. Okay, so now we're on to limiting beliefs. Is there a limiting belief? Yep. Is it on the left side? Okay, again, we're in power. Comparison is a subcategory. Section one. <clears throat> All right, the limiting belief is I am too different. <laughs> You're laughing. Does that resonate? It must resonate, right? <laughs> No, I, I just believe I'm unique, like we all are. Well, there we go, exactly. Their <laughs> limiting belief, yep, fine. Okay, love. Uh, feelings. Yep. Section, section one. Okay, it's too much for me, is what I'm getting here. Um, okay, is there another limiting belief? There is. Left side, divine, huh? Divine, okay. Purpose. Section one. All right, well, there's a limiting belief that says, I'm afraid to fulfill my life purpose. And it may not be conscious, but it's there. There's another limiting belief, yeah. That's uh, right, power, passion, survival. That one's weird because for me, um, my life purpose, my mission, which is to eradicate suicide, is what gives me the energy um, and the joy of living. So that that's really weird. It is weird. I know. I was thinking about that, but this, yeah. this is a this is a deeper level of programming, and you may not be conscious of it. I mean, there are things when I did my own body code, my belief code sessions, that at the moment did not resonate with me, and then later after thinking about it and sitting with it, I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense because of, you know, things I experienced. So um, the the end result will be, you know, does this help you actually spread the word better? You know, that's, that's, that's going to be the uh, proof of the pudding, as they say. 
Yeah, the proof of the pudding will be when I get invited to do a TED Talk, hey. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that'll be great. Okay, yeah. so... Wow, okay, so I can't accept the circumstance. That's a limiting belief. Okay, so now we're going to go on to faulty core beliefs. There's only one of these. All right. Let's survival. Okay, worth. Section one. Okay, I don't. I, I had this on the other day too. It's, it's I'm weird, but I don't know <laughs> that I have a problem with that personally. Um, I love being weird. <laughs> I know, but somehow. Weird's all right, great. I know I'm kind of weird too, so that's why I'm like, oh, who knows? I I'm just it's following your subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, communication. Okay, expression. Section three. I'll just let you know we're adding on time so you don't have to rush. There's no live show oh. until 3 p.m. after you, so you're good to oh. go. Just okay, hold on. I have a client, though. I don't remember if it's at, oh. <laughs> at the top of the hour or let me just, I'm going to check my calendar because I have to make sure and text them. Literally um, in the moment today. Love it. No, it's actually, I have 30 minutes, so we're good. Okay, that's good, because I'm thinking, well, I'd have to finish the session later. We have all the parts of the tree now, so this is cool. Okay, so now I'm going to go to trapped emotions and release all the trapped emotions related to this. We have all the parts, right? Yeah, okay. All right, so trapped emotions. Okay, first one I get is fear. Nothing we need to know. Releasing fear. Discouragement. Releasing discouragement. Yeah, one of the things I, I often say is when I get weird things coming up, is that I just work here. I'm interpreting the information that's coming from the subconscious. So, <laughs> and I get weird stuff, but it always seems to help in the end. Now, of course, one of the things to realize is that uh, this may help to some degree, but a lot of um, um, Belief systems, or not belief systems, but negative beliefs that you want to clear have more than one system under it. So we'll see how this goes. Okay, defensiveness. All right, releasing defensiveness. Bitterness. Releasing bitterness. Uh, 
Okay, depression. <laughs> well, it's there, right? That one is, that instance is gone. Keep in mind also that many emotions will be, have, will have been trapped many times. So, you know, and when I first started the emotion code, I'm like, why am I getting another instance of whatever? And like, oh, well, you experienced it multiple times. So, you know, um, it's going to be there. And if you don't know how to process the emotions, it's uh, going to appear many times. Okay, so I just released worry. That was the other one I found. The next one is betrayal. Releasing betrayal. Failure. Releasing failure. Hopelessness. Releasing hopelessness. Grief. Releasing grief. Dread. Okay. Releasing dread. Unworthy. I think worthless uh, worthless is also there. Nothing we need to know. Release worthy unworthy. Yeah, I'm worthless. Okay, releasing worthless. Lack of control. Releasing lack of control. Abandonment. Releasing abandonment. Okay. Is there any other... Okay, now, why they're inherited. Yeah, okay, so they're inherited. Uh, Some of those, let's see what we got. Okay, inherited. Okay, unworthy. Inherited, unworthy. Okay. So who did this come through? Your mother? This came through your mother, grandmother, great-grandmother. 20, more than 15. 16 generations. Now, so it was a great, great, great plus grandfather that trapped unworthy. All right, there's nothing we need to know. I'm releasing unworthy for all generations, all levels, and all descendants. Nine and ten. Okay, that's released. All right. There's another inherited. Ah, okay. Inherited depression. This came from your father. Okay. Five, ten, more than five, five, six, seven, eight. Eight generations. Male. Nothing we need to know. I'm releasing depression for all generations, all levels, and all descendants. Ten. 
it's released, is there another inherited trapped emotion? I get no. Okay. So now I'm going to, <clears throat> pardon me, a different part of the app and looking for what they're called uh, associated imbalances that are not just trapped emotions, and that's all in the body code. So let's see. Is there an associated imbalance that has, it's more than just trapped emotions? Yep. Okay, it's an energy. On the left side. Post-traumatic. Physical emotional shock. I will read what that means in a minute. So physical emotional shock is, shock energy is a vibrational frequency that may become stuck in the body during an emotionally shocking event that is severe enough to exert a shock or extreme stress on the physical body. Normally this type of energy is processed and released automatically, but it could become stuck if it is very extreme or if the body is already imbalanced in some way. So for this, I'm going to ask, is there anything we need to know about this energy? I get a yes. Okay, which means we're usually looking for age. Um, so you were 71, I think. Yep. Um, so this happened before the age of 40. Which is 10. Six. So age, something happened to you at age 7. <clears throat> that caused this emotional shock. Is there anything else we need to know? Okay, associated imbalance. There is that. Oops. Is it on the left side? Is it energy? Emotional. It's probably. Okay. Okay, so we're going to release some more trapped emotions that's associated with the shock. Now, if you remember something that happened to you at around that age, and when I say age seven, it could be like the end of age six, beginning of age eight. So, you know, you've got a year there or more. But if you can think yeah. of something and just ask me, is what I'm thinking of the event, I can muscle test. I don't, we, no one needs to know what it is. That's one of the great things about this. Okay, I, I, you know, I don't care about what other people think. Um, okay. For me, what resonates is when I was seven, my dad abandoned me. Uh, but he's now back. He's got, now in spirit, he, he's come back into my no. life. He's, he's, um, no. Yeah, but when I was seven, he, he abandoned me. Okay. I wouldn't be at all surprised if abandonment was in there. Um, what I did find was betrayal. Well, the first emotion is shock, and then betrayal. And I'm going to ask, abandonment is in there. Not surprising. So I'm going to release that. Well, actually, there were two, two levels of abandonment. Um, Dad was never there for me anyway because he was always busy, so... Mm -hmm. That was initial abandonment, but then he he committed himself to a mental asylum when I was seven. So then he was no yeah. longer um, had any physical presence in my life. So there's a two 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 steps of abandonment there. 
Right. Let me ask. The abandonment, uh, the physical emotional shock, this is when he went into a, uh, put himself into an institution. The other one, this is part of this. It's not part of this system, but it's still there. So um, let me ask. Can I release that abandonment? That's the second, the first one. I can release it. I'll do it again. No reason why not. Good. Yeah, so, okay, releasing the first instance. Okay, another, okay, crying. Releasing crying. I love crying. Is there another, okay, another associate imbalance? Okay. Not with that physical emotional shock. So let's see. I'm going to do is set the intention to release that physical emotional shock energy. Okay. Is there another associate imbalance? That it's an energy. Ah, we have a reverberation. Okay, reverberation is the reverberation of an of an emotion that is ringing in your body. Basically, it's been there for years, and it can be aggravated by you know an experience. So it keeps ringing, and that's how you start attracting more of the same things to your to yourself anyway. So let's see, it's an emotion. So. Um, okay, column A. Okay, I'm getting betrayal. Okay, I'm going to do is release the energy of the reverberation of betrayal. Is there another reverberation? There isn't. All right. Hooray! <laughs> yep. Uh, so, is there another associate imbalance with this belief system? I get no. Cool. All right. So, I've released whatever has been keeping the system around, and I want to make sure it's safe to release all of the uh, programs and the uh, beliefs. So, safe. Okay, so I'm going to be releasing all of these beliefs in the system here. So I'm afraid of being misunderstood. I'm releasing that. I'm releasing I'll disappoint everyone. I'm releasing others will not value my intuitive insights. Um, I'm releasing I am afraid of making mistakes. And I'm afraid of what's next. Release all of those. Those Those are the branches. So... You could look at a tree and you just cut all the branches off. All right, next are the limiting beliefs. So I am too different, releasing that. I'm releasing it's too much for me. I'm releasing I am afraid to fulfill my life purpose. And I'm afraid, I mean, I can't accept the circumstance. So releasing all that. And those are released. All right, the faulty core belief, I'm weird. Releasing that. 
<laughs> and the faulty core identity, if I say anything, they will mock me. I'm releasing that. I don't okay. care. <laughs> oh, now you don't care, but at one point you probably did. You know, that that's the point of this. These are things that we don't even know we have anymore. Because, you know, our, our, we have what we use, we have uh, in our memory 5% of what we experience we recall. That's a really small amount. It's probably less for some people. Okay, so now we have to do something about the gap, the hole that was left by the removal of this tree. So, let's see, do we want to defragment the gap? No, we want to implant an empowering statement. And this could be anything you want that resonates for you. So, you know, it could be you want to get the word out about suicide and you want to be heard, basically, because you're not being heard. You know, you're not... Um, I don't know, do you have any thoughts on what you'd like, you know, to manifest? Yeah, and, and I would change it from I want to to I will. I will get okay. my message out there. I will complete my mission. Okay. Um, How about yeah. I am? I, well, Nicole, I am that I am, and I am content with me. Yeah. Oh, I love okay. the power of I am. <laughs> so, wait, so what was that? I am what? I was typing. I am going to get my message out there. Oh, okay. I, I would take the futuristic words out of there altogether, Bob, and just say, I'm getting my message out there now. Really bring it ah. in the moment. Step yeah, in. I like that. I like there that. we yeah. go. Yep, yep, yep. I'm getting my message out there now. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, you're just manifesting going to or will be, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah I get exactly. it. Exactly. I get it. <laughs> so, I love it. No, yeah, this is absolutely right. I mean, now is yeah. all there is, right? So, yeah. like, it's the present moment. Uh, okay, yeah. so I am getting my message out now. Right? That's it. And no. did you want to have something about I will com- complete my mission? Or I am completing it? Well, I'm not going to die until my mission is completed. Okay, so let's just... Um. <laughs> I phrase that in the positive again. You don't want to put death in there. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, I don't even know if that needs to be said, right? I'm, hey, I don't I'm think it does. My anything. mission, I'm getting the word out now. I don't think you need to throw in any of the knots and, and yeah. will knots, you know? Yeah, right. yeah let's... Let's keep it to the KISS principle. Keep it simple, exactly. sovereign. Keep Here we it go. simple, sovereign. I would say keep it stupid simple, but okay. <laughs> no, but okay. I found, it's all good. I found, that, I found that the words I use create my reality, which well, is why I changed it to keep it simple, sovereign. Why, up till now, like you've been going to get your message out, but now you are. 
Yes. All right. And we want to hear yeah, about right. it. <laughs> That's right. You've got you to let us know. All right. Well, I'm, I am implanting. I am getting my message out now. That feels very powerful. I feel yeah. that my solar plexus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's the belief code session. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. And I like the uh, keep it simple sovereign. That's good. Yeah. Well, that's one of the principles. That. That's one of the principles I run my life on. And the other principle is something I coined about 15 years ago. And that's the SUE principle, S-U-E. And that just means we are all sovereign, unique, and equal, and everything ah. else just like So that's okay. my SUE principle. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate you being a guinea pig for us today, Bob. We want to hear about all the unblockings that are about to happen. And, Lila, I appreciate you doing this for Bob and, and sticking around over yeah. time. I love the yeah. session at one eleven Pacific time. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, you know, very appropriately, since I am now certified as a belief code practitioner, I was going to offer – I am offering – a discount of twenty two percent off of a belief code or and or body code session. So the it will be uh the code is thank you, all one word. And so if somebody goes to my website, wholeheartalchemy.net, you can try one for yourself. All right. Send us that code or that information and the link and we'll get it up on your profile, Ila, on newsforthesoul.com. All right. And uh, all right, um, Bob, let us know as things develop because they are developing now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch out, for me. watch out for me on the uh, the next TED talk. <laughs> I would love to see that. If it happens, you got to let us know, right? I'll watch when it. it. Sure. When it, when yep. it will. Yeah. All right. Bob. Counting on you. <laughs> we'll talk next time. Lila, thank you so much for being here, being you and staying extra time. And being That's in the right. This is a weird. Yep. See, this is where weird is good. This is a weird show. That's good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lila. See you next time. Be well. All right. You and too. Thank you. And to the rest yep. of you, I need a break. So we're going to be off till 3 p.m. Pacific. Conscious Parenting is next. And then you can call in at 5 p.m. Pacific for an epic, and I mean thorough, um, astrological reading. Very unique. With Anne, 5 p.m. Pacific today. begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com. News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained, and he's here 
really live and in person, full hour, Daniel Brinkley, three near-death experiences, survived two lightning strikes, open heart surgery, brain aneurysm, and God knows what else. Welcome back to the show. Well, I was looking forward to it. It's always a delight to come and be a part of News for the Soul, Nicole, because there's so much going on in the world, and most of it is doesn't seem to be too too good, and so to counter that... By bringing information that opens the heart and alerts the consciousness to, that there is even greater wonderment yet for us to behold is always a delight. You should be really proud because we've watched it grow. I mean, I've been a part of this for a pretty good while now, and just to be a part of it, to be able to bring news that helps people better understand what's going on around them and to keep a spiritual focus in it, I think that the greatest news for the soul is that we are spiritual beings. You know, after going through, like you said, struck by lightning in 1975, declared clinically dead for 28 minutes, completely paralyzed for six days, partially paralyzed for seven months, took two years to learn to walk and feed myself, and then struck by lightning again in 1978, which led, because of those complications, which led to open-heart surgery in 1989, and then three subdual hematomas exploding in my brain, and lead me to my to brain surgery, and they were going to do brain surgery and open heart surgery at the same time. Yeah. And they went in to re, just to relieve the pressure, gave me an eight percent chance of surviving. And they went in to re, to uh, relieve the pressure by drilling holes in my head, and then draining this massive amount of blood out, which is the only way what led to me surviving this. But I think the best news for the soul and for the whole world. Is we have to keep in mind these things. We're all afraid of a lot of things, and so much fear is in the world and terrorism. But we have to keep the the true part. The truest part is our spiritual self. One of the greatest lessons we can all learn about the physical material world is the basic building block of the physical reality is the atom. Unequivocally, undeniable, all forms of science physics, quantum physics, still comes to this one conclusion. The biggest, the basic building block of physical reality is the atom. Well, we all now know, because of quantum physics and physics, that the atom is 94.6% empty space. So when you look at that, that there's, it's 94.6% empty space. The physical world can never be more than 5% of reality. And once you put that into focus, that it can never be more than 5%. And then second, you are uh, 70% water. So your physical reality is you're basically a water treatment plant. Now, what is that other 94%? It's not empty space. It's the spiritual matter that composes the universe. It is who you are. So News for the Soul spends a lot of time looking at that. Because once you've been through the near-death experience, put in conjunction with that science has proven that the atom is the basic building block, then the real 94% of your life is your spiritual quest to understand who you are. When I had my first near-death experience in 1975, I never heard of it. I never would have believed it if, it if someone had come and talked to me about it. But then all of a sudden, I got a star and roll in a near-death experience. I got struck by lightning. And I lifted out of my body, which is the most freeing uh, point. It was so freeing to finally be out of this body. And then to be able to look around and see the things all around me and, 
it's going to be amazing to most people that when you're dead, you see a lot clearer. You're now tuned in to News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. To have all that going on because he's here, he's back, and we're excited about that. Dr. Bruce Lipton, who you recall, obviously, from the What the Bleep movie and our earlier interview, which uh, took News for the Soul audience by storm. Lots of rave reviews on that one. DrBruceLipton.com is the website and his gift is bridging science and spirit so let's dive in welcome back dr lipton well thanks for this wonderful opportunity well for me it's kind of exciting because i really wasn't into this field at all and i wasn't spiritual and and when i started to uh, follow the path that science was leading me i was like in total shock when i realized oh my god spirituality and consciousness are are primary and it was a big surprise because uh, I, I was teaching genes and biochemistry and machine-like capacities of the human body and uh, the fact that there's a live operator behind it was surprising. What the research was really involved with was that um, cells are like miniature people in that uh, every cell has every, live, every functional system that we have in our body is already present in every single cell. So every cell has a digestive or respiratory, uh, nervous system, reproductive system, etc. And when I started to dive into this, I, try, I was looking at, uh, well, where's the nervous system of the cell? And, and of course, what I was teaching at that time years ago was that the nervous system was the equivalent of the nucleus where all the genes were because the conventional belief is genes control the biology and therefore genes control life. And, and I you know, was teaching some, somewhat the same kind of ideas in medical school, but my research on, on cloned cells uh, started to reveal that, no, that the behavior was not apparently controlled by the DNA. In fact, some of the experiments that I did uh, removed or destroyed the DNA in a cell. And, and, and of course, the logical uh, point behind the experiment is if the DNA controls the cell like the brain, then if you destroy the brain in any living organism, the immediate consequence of that is death. And yet, when I destroyed the DNA or removed the nucleus from a cell, the cell didn't die. And in fact, the, the surprising part was that it, it was carrying on with all the same behavior and coordinated uh, functions that it had before I pulled out the nucleus. So, I, I mean, it's like I'm looking at it thinking, well, obviously something is coordinating, controlling the functions of the cells to keep it alive and in the, in the environment, and yet, it can't be the genes, and that's where all of a sudden I started to go off on this tangent to say, so where is that control coming from? Uh, the make a very short story is, after a lot of research, uh, I was led to the cell membrane, which is the equivalent of the skin of the cell, and what it turned out is this, this cell membrane, which in the microscope looks like nothing. It looks like a piece of saran wrap. It's got hardly any visible structure to it. It's so, actually, the cell membrane is so thin that biologists didn't even know that the cell membrane really existed until the late 1940s 
when the electron microscope was developed because it, it required uh, magnifications that were available only in an electron microscope, not in a light microscope, to see that it was there. But the big surprise was since the 19, late 1940s, it was found that every living cell has the, a cell membrane and that all the cell membranes physically and functionally are the same, whether they're amoeba or a human. And so uh, when I started to track it down, that was the big surprise because, as I said, people looked at the simplicity of the structure in the microscope and said, oh, well, obviously that's so simple, it can't be doing anything really except acting, acting as a skin and letting certain things in and letting certain things out. Well, that was true, except they didn't realize that in letting certain things into the cell and letting certain things out of the cell, that wasn't a passive process, that was very active, meaning the membrane was controlling that. And, and then, But looking at the structures, that, yeah, but it, it's so simple a structure that we, we just relegated the, the membrane to a passive thing because it was so simple. The big surprise was is that in that simplicity was elegance in this, in this regard, that the cell membrane ha, is the molecular equivalent of a computer chip. And, and the, so the skin uh, is, is like a, a computer that reads the environment. On one side of the skin is the outside world, and the other side of the skin is the inside world. And the skin, being the interface between the two, becomes aware of what's going on in the outside world, what's coming on in the inside world, and in its interface function, it becomes an information processor that reads, let's say, the outside world, and then adjusts the inside world's function to meet the demands of the outside world. Now, all this is getting complicated, except for the fact that a human is made in the image of a cell. And why that is interesting, because then from that parallel story, I would have to say, well, then the skin of the human is the brain. And in fact, it is. <laughs> uh, and that's from an embryology point of view that the human brain is derived from the skin. With more life-changing talk radio in a moment. Did you know that News for the Soul is home to the largest totally free life-changing audio resource on the World Wide Web? And did you know that journalist and single mom Nicole Whitney is single-handedly making this freely available for you to hear? That's why your support is critical to help keep News for the Soul totally free. You can help in several ways. Firstly, you can tell everyone you know about News for the Soul. So many people out there still do not know about this totally free, life-changing resource. So do us, yourself, and your friends a favor and pass it on today. Secondly, financial support for News for the Soul helps keep the show going. Whether it's through advertising, donations, or purchases of our exclusive audio and video packages, like the one and only Spoon Bending Kit, which will teach you how to bend metal with your mind for real. This support helps keep us on the air. Go to newsforthesoul.com now to find out more. We invite you to help us help the world. And thanks for tuning in. It's listeners like you who have made News for the Soul the number one life-changing talk radio show in the world, according to Google and AOL. Together, we are already making a difference in our world. So thank you for listening, and thanks in advance for your support. Now, let's get back to the show. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. 
Dot com. Now let's get back to the show. 